Welcome back to On The Level Leadership. And this week, I want to cover the topic of leading in difficult times. I know that this has been a huge question for me as a leader in my organization prior to my retirement. And it's certainly something that I think COVID has really pushed us all to our limits in some ways. And obviously, with the current events happening globally, you know, we can all feel an increased level of stress or tension in the work that we're doing or in our daily lives. So this week, I want to cover how we can really lead in these tough, tumultuous times and some aspects of leadership that we really should be emphasizing as we go forward. So I know you're all feeling it, you know, the heaviness that is the world today. Uh, we've just sort of started coming out of this pandemic uh, situation with starting to see our our lives start to reopen, our freedoms be regained. And now we have a war that is impacting many of us personally, but also uh, ethically or morally. And maybe we all have some concerns about what this may or may not mean for ourselves personally, but also for our world at large in terms of potential outcomes of these global crises that we're seeing um, happening right now. Now, again, this is not a political station and it's certainly not something I wanna talk about or delve into in terms of what's happening on the global scale per se, but I do think that as leaders, we have to honor and recognize that this can cause a mixed bag of emotions and feelings in the people that directly report to us in our organizations and even within ourselves. So I want to capture that today in this video and in this podcast, if you're listening on a podcast, because I think it's really important that there are certain key principles of leadership that we really need to embody in these times. So if we go back to the leadership challenge from Kuzas and Posner, you know, we could really, that whole encourage the heart piece is really what humans and people need during tough times. It's that, it's that human connection piece, right? I realize that for some of you, this might be a tough call because I know that um, old style leadership and management tends to be uh, void of real expression of emotion. It's like very pragmatic. We're very, what's the business today? Let's just get stuff done. It's very project management oriented and very task oriented, which is not a bad thing. But I do think that we need to superimpose some of that human element pieces on top of our usual leadership activities and or behaviors. It's part of that whole globally encompassing sort of leadership style that we all need to sort of embrace during these times. So there's a couple of key things I want to highlight today, one of which is the notion of being empathetic. Gary V talks about this all the time, right? Empathy is like the new leadership practice that we all have to espouse and, and really um, aspire to embracing in our leadership. I do believe that this is a component of leadership that we need to really embrace. And it's really defined as the ability to understand and share feelings with one another as human beings. You know, if we're going to be part of a community and let's face it, your workplace is your community during the work hours and sometimes after work hours. So if we're going to be part of a community, we need to be willing to honor and recognize those around us and the feelings of the room or the tone, if you will, of the room that we're leading. This is an opportunity for you to recognize the fact that with everything going on in the world right now, we are all coming to this problem space with our personal lenses, our own mental models, our own perspectives, our own experiences. And as a leader in an organization, it's going to be really key to understand and be willing to accept the fact that not everybody is experiencing the problem, whether it's a business problem, an organizational issue, or whether it's a global issue, we are all not experiencing it in the same way. 
And part of your job as a leader is to empathize. You don't need to sympathize. You don't need to understand or even agree with somebody's opinion, but you need to empathize that their responses and actions are not always going to align with yours, right? And part of our job as leaders is to be empathetic to that. So it means being more willing to increase your communication with your staff. It means being willing to do a walk and talk with them. It means being willing to have a coffee chat with people who maybe are struggling with a circumstance or a problem or situation that's at hand. Your job as a leader is to really take that sort of polarized environment that we now have in the world that we live in and understanding that the people that are working for you may not always agree with you politically or otherwise, but at the basic human level, We all want to be happy. We all want to be prosperous. We all want to be safe. We all want to be loved. We all want our families to be protected. So empathizing with your fellow human beings at that human level is going to be key to building trust and loyalty and getting the ongoing support you need to continue the business running during difficult times and to keep people motivated to keep pushing forward. If you feed into the polarization, if you argue with somebody instead of empathizing with them, you're just closing the door to communication and then you're not helping the situation. So the next piece as a leader is you need to learn how to be open and transparent. Again, this could be a difficult thing for some old school leaders because as old school leaders, we sometimes are taught to maintain certain levels of control of information, to control the narrative that you're protecting the staff by not giving them too much information. I've personally experienced that this doesn't work. Uh, Being open and transparent with your team is going to be really important. So be willing to discuss what happened or what is happening. That may mean allowing people to off gas some of the stress that they're having around global events. That's an uncomfortable place to be from a business perspective. I get it. But if you can have an informal, maybe it's not done during formal business meetings where you're discussing tasks and objectives and all that. Maybe that's not the place, but maybe carve out some space for people to express their stress. And it could be through, you know, a stress management sort of situation. You could bring in your, you know, mental health uh, initiative folks or staff or whoever you have on staff to help people with stress management to come in and have an open dialogue around the stresses that people may be feeling around what's happening globally or in their communities. So be willing to have those conversations. And then if it's business oriented, if the issue that's causing the stress and strain and frustration is business oriented, then be very clear about the decisions that are being made and what the plan is going forward. Because if you're open and transparent about that and there's no questions being asked about what's happening to me, then you're going to sort of decrease the fear factor or at least you'll be able to manage the fear factor once the truth or the openness has been exposed. Remember again that if there are changes to the organization and you're open and transparent about that, just like on global events, you're going to have people who are going to react vastly differently. So provide space for that. Provide space for employees to give their ideas, to share their concerns, to provide suggestions. You don't have to use all of them. You don't have to initiate any of them, but you do need to listen to them. You need to acknowledge them and you need to thank them for that input. The other piece of this is just understanding that there's, you know, you may be trepidatious yourself. And I've, I've expressed that, that vulnerability to my teams in the past. There's nothing wrong with a leader to say, you know, I realize that you may be uncomfortable with this because I am a little uncomfortable with this too, but, and then try to put a positive spin or a future leaning outcome to it. Your job as a leader is to pull people along willingly right? You don't want to force or push people along. You want to pull them along willingly. So the idea here is to acknowledge your trepidation in this, 
and, and honoring the stress in the room and then be able to sort of focus people into the future potential of how this might be beneficial or why this might be a good thing. Part of that being open and transparent piece is also being willing to ask for feedback on how you can be more supportive to your team or to your team members specifically. What can you do more of where they can feel more supported? Another um, behavior that I've used that I find is extremely important is being fully present. So what does this mean? Uh, It means being willing to turn off your phone or at least turning it upside down when you're in a meeting, when you're in that one-on-one face-to-face human contact piece, right? Because if somebody comes to you with an issue or they want to discuss a problem they're having or a stress they're having, and you're always checking your phone, like how is that going to make them feel? How would you feel if your boss was doing that to you? So the goal here is there's power in connection. And so being willing to set aside sort of some of the, um, you know, distractions of our lives in order to connect one-on-one with somebody, to make eye contact, to repeat what you're hearing, to actively listen to them and being fully present is not only going to make them feel valuable and heard and paid attention to, but it will help them know that you care and it'll increase the trust in you as a leader. And ultimately will increase your loyalty levels as well. Your job in times of difficulty as a leader is to coach people and and potentially be a mentor as well. But coaching is all about helping people figure stuff out for themselves and being forward leaning. So don't underestimate your role as a coach with your team in times of trouble, because it may require some time investment on your part, but they'll greatly benefit from it. And overall, your performance will show as if people feel validated and heard, they'll be more loyal, they'll respect their leadership, and they'll be more willing to work for you in ways that maybe you didn't even anticipate. So again, be present, be willing to set aside time to be with your staff or with the human being that's sitting in front of you in that very moment. The next thing is keep moving forward. This is a hard one because when we're in times of stress, it's, it's biological, it's physiological. Our brain's creative centers shut down when we're feeling stressed. So if you're already overworked because COVID has drained you and your organization, now you've got these global events. If that's the case and you're feeling that stress, you can't ignore it. Like don't try to shove it underneath the carpet and pretend like it doesn't exist because that's just, again, it's not validating the reality of the situation that's around you. So a way that you can get around this is recognizing the human need to feeling productive and moving forward and having hope and keeping the movement right of our lives. Humans need this. We need to feel like what we're doing matters and that what we're doing is, is good, even in, even in difficult times and crises. So moving forward is about focusing on future goals. It's about giving aspiration and hope to your staff. It's about taking failures maybe that have been experienced by the team and asking how we learn from it and pivoting and making changes and moving. The idea here is that We need to keep moving forward. The world feels super effing heavy right now. And sometimes the way that we can cope best is to just keep taking steps forward. Whatever those next logical steps are, your job as a leader is to help your team tease those out and come up with a plan to keep moving everybody forward so that no one feels one stagnated, two feeding into some fear and, and, uh, you know, global angst. Rather, we're going to say, you know what, we're going to focus on what we have control over. What we have control over is our day-to-day work and our goals and what we want to achieve together. And let's just do that. Right. And so your job is to sort of keep the ball rolling. Okay, so the last team-oriented leadership 
behavior I would suggest is needed during these difficult times is to celebrate where and when you can. So any small win, I don't care what it is, celebrate it. Any birthday, anniversary, celebrate it. A new baby's been born in the team, celebrate it. Celebrations gel teams. They foster those human connections. It provides us a sense of community and inclusion. Human beings still need to dream and celebrate. I would say even more so in the toughest of times because you need some element of hope to keep going, to keep moving forward. And our job as leaders is not to sit and cry in the room with our staff. Our job as leaders is to honor and recognize the stress and strain that people may be feeling right now. And then, you know, build in dream building and goal setting so people can all get behind, rally behind a big audacious goal that you all can work on together. Start working towards those successes and then celebrate every win along the way. I know how hard this one is. I'm struggling to do it in my own personal life with my own self. You know, celebrating the small wins is not always easy for myself personally. Um, but I think as a team, if you can come up with some way to do that, you will all win in doing so. And finally, I'm going to say a little word about yourself as a leader. When people are struggling and our teams are struggling, it can really impact us personally. So the need for self-care is huge in these times. So breathe, go for walks, meditate, focus on the positive, find a fun thing that you really love doing and do that. Take a day off, call a friend, reconnect with your inner child and play a game of some sort. But I think just um, being compassionate with yourself and allowing yourself to be okay with taking a break. I struggle with this. Like if I'm perfectly transparent. I, I really struggle with this. Ask my coach. She'll tell you how much I'm lacking compassion towards myself. But if you can be compassionate towards yourself and find some time, you know, maybe you can take a day off or two in the next few weeks to sort of recover and regenerate yourself because you can't be a great leader when you yourself are depleted. So it's really important to take care of yourself. If you want to take care of your team or your family or your community, it starts with you, right? It's just like being in an airplane. You always put your oxygen mask on first before you help other people. It's the same concept. So take care of yourselves. It's important because you're a big piece of that leadership pie, right? Your team is depending on it. Your family and community are depending on you to take care of yourself. Well, thank you for listening to this week's On The Level Leadership. I know the last couple of years has been tough on all of us. And I just want to encourage you to find ways to find joy in your life so that you can keep being hopeful and keep thinking of the future and helping your teams think about the future. I am here every week talking about leadership and how to grow in your career. If this is content you're interested in, feel free to subscribe on YouTube or follow if you're listening via podcast. I do thank you for being here. I really do appreciate it. And if you're on YouTube and you have any comments for me, maybe some thoughts around maybe things I may have missed, feel free to put them down there. I'd be interested in hearing what you have to say. Have a great week, folks. Take care of yourselves. Until next time.